The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The Business of on The Pat Kenny Show with Croke Park Meetings and Events, where our new menus are seasonal, sustainable, and sensational. Plan your next event at croakepark.ie. Now, do you ever wonder, as you sit down for the famous Irish fry, where it all comes from? Well, our business editor, Joe Lynham, knows a bit about it. Joe, good morning. Good morning to you, Pat. There are no hard and fast rules, are there, as to what actually goes into the classic fry? No. I mean, we can safely say that sausage, egg and and rasher or bacon uh, is an absolute, you know, component. Without those, it's not. It's not an Irish fry. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Do you have beans in the Kenny household? No. Not routinely. I mean, if I was in a hotel and when we're on outside broadcasts, I will always have the fried breakfast. You treat yourself. I treat myself. Um, But if the beans are there, I might take them. And what about mushrooms and hash browns? After there, yeah, I might take them in the hotel, but we wouldn't prepare them at home. Yes, this is the whole thing. Is it a constituent part of the Irish fry? And, you know, it's debatable. Some people say maybe tomatoes as well. No. not That's me. a no in the Kenny household. Uh, uh, black pudding, white pudding. Uh, oh, yes. definitely. I mean, that in, in the Lynham household every now and then. I mean, I must admit, I, I do like Irish fries, but they don't like me. My father very generously donated high cholesterol to me, so I don't uh, get to enjoy it as much as I probably would. So it's uh, a guilty pleasure. It's a totally guilty pleasure, and I do treat myself every now and then. We consume 2.4 million sausages a day in this country. 1 million rashers a day, 2 million eggs a day, and that's around 211 eggs per person per annum, and 15 million cups of tea. Now, let's break it down and start with the bit that most people don't really want to know how it's made, and that is, of course, the sausage. Now, typically, pork meat uh, contains Mm -hmm. uh, sausages consumed in Ireland. Uh, comes from offcuts, and this is the bit of the pig that is not doesn't go into uh, loin or ribs or steaks or anything like that. It's all gathered together and seasoned. Typically, forty percent of an Irish sausage is fat, uh, and then they add in salt and pepper because our peppers, our sausages are slightly peppery than other sausages. And then you can add in all sorts of flavors and spices. It, typically, in Ireland, we don't, uh, but obviously, chorizo in Spain um, that contains a coloring as well. You can add in, you know, maples and apples into your sausages uh, and you put it all into a grinder. It's grind together and um, then they remove tiny uh, fragments of bone and gristle in it. And sorry if you're sitting down for your 11s or whatever it is. Uh, and then it uh, comes out the other end and it's forced into tubes, which is normally made from the intestine of the pig. Um, it's possible to use other materials, but intestine is usually to keep, keep the uh, moisture and the flavour uh, of the sausage. Now, when it comes to bacon or rashers, as we call them in Ireland, uh, to the two most typical types of would be obviously back bacon, which comes from the pig's back, and then the streaky bacon, which is from the belly of the animal. Now, irrespective of what part of the body rashers come from, uh, it's been cured in some way, shape or form to, to preserve it. And that's mm-hmm. usually adding salt and sugar, which means it lasts that little bit longer. Uh, and it might be smoked and additional flavours such as maple or honey will be added to it uh, to give it a specific flavour. That's a constituent part. The other constituent part of the Irish fry, I think, will have to be agree is eggs. We consume, as I say, 211 uh, million eggs, uh, 211, uh, 211 eggs per person per annum. And 4% of them are usually organic. I don't think anyone... So most should... people are going to work on an egg? It, it, maybe some would have two. <laughs> most, some people would have two in, in their meal. You know, sometimes you might go that extra mile. Um, most people fry their eggs. In the Kenny household, do you fry, poach, scramble? Uh, all, all of the above. Less poaching 
Frying and scrambling. Yeah, I think frying is the number one choice of people. Um, and we predominantly eat um, eggs uh, that have come from uh, chickens that are roaming around to a certain extent. We used to, up to relatively recently, caged or battery-fed um, uh, chickens who didn't really get to move around that much. But uh, due to animal welfare rights, uh, that has changed. Now, Janine Kennedy is the features editor of Irish Country Living magazine, uh, which is published with the Irish Farmers Journal. She's also a chef. And as you'll hear from her accent, she's not local, but she's a big fan of locally produced ingredients and the traditional Irish fry. It took some time to create my ideal fry-up, I suppose, and every Irish consumer is different in what they enjoy, what they look for in the perfect Irish fry. But what has always struck out to me, especially as a newcomer to Ireland and as a chef, is the, just the unbelievable quality of Irish ingredients. The components of the perfect Irish fry-up should always use Irish-made ingredients, in my opinion. And the smaller the producer is, often I think you're going to find better flavour and the overall eating experience is going to be better too. Now, the pudding... <laughs> Tell me how they make the black and white pudding. Now, uh, traditionally, pudding is made from blood, the pig's blood. Now, mostly these days it is used blood powder, but there are still black pudding that you can buy anywhere in the country that uses real blood. And I am assured by Janine Kennedy that it tastes better. Uh, uh, white pudding, of course, is a different ingredient. Then there's tea. All the tea leaves are, of course, imported. Mm-hmm. Uh, we in Ireland mostly consume Indian black tea and the two most popular brands are Lions and Barry's. Are you Lions or Barry's? Uh, Barry's usually. Okay. Yeah. okay. You ex- extra votes in Munster that come in your way, I think. <laughs> um, other brands are also available, we need to stress. Ireland remains the biggest tea drinker per capita in Europe. The Turks are the biggest tea consumers worldwide. They, of course, never add milk and Very rarely do we have black tea. No fry-up is complete without toast. And of course, bread needs to be made. And most of it, if not all of it, is made here on the island. It's baked in in Ireland. Okay. Now, an increasing number of non-meat options are available for those who may be vegetarians. I mean, even the big, the the McDonald's and Burger Kings Mm. now have these uh, non-meat options, the plant options. And then there are people who, for religious reasons, uh, don't eat pork. That's right. And you will increasingly see in your supermarkets uh, and uh, potentially in restaurants the options for uh, those people who don't wish to consume pork or consume meat. Personally, I'm a big fan of vegan white pudding uh, or gluten-free and vegan sausages even. Uh, I've yet to see a vegan solution though, Pat, for bacon, which has the consistency, the colour, the smell and the texture of bacon to replace it. Uh, but I'm sure they're working on that. Here's Janine Kennedy again from Irish Country Living, which brings out a special feature today, ironically, on pork. We have come a long way in terms of flavour and texture. Some of these plant-based alternatives don't really use local ingredients. I would really encourage consumers to take a look at these plant-based offerings and just try to discern whether Irish farmers are being supported through the product. Now, the problem is the typical fry would not be great for those hoping to lose weight. No, it isn't. Uh, it, traditionally, it's about 1,300 calories for the traditional Irish fry-up, and that is three quarters of a woman's daily recommended intake and more than half of a man's recommended calorie intake, which is around 2,500. Ireland is the second highest, has the second highest levels of obesity in Europe and rising. An average Irish male is the heaviest in Europe, but is definitely not the tallest. So you can only guess where all the weight is going. <laughs> Outwards. All right. Joe Lynham, our business correspondent, thank you very much uh, for uh, joining us. 
The Business Of on The Pat Kenny Show with Croke Park Meetings and Events where our new menus are seasonal, sustainable and sensational. Plan your next event at croakepark.ie The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk.